Love the control. Love the command. Love the space bar and the hard return. Love the words from East Leeds FM. So, good afternoon and welcome to Love the Words here on East Leeds Community Radio from Chapel FM Arts Centre. I'm in Studio One um, and plenty to look forward to in this uh, in this day of broadcasting this Tuesday at five o'clock. We've got team music. The young people are coming into Studio Two to do their thing. And in the meantime, I'm here with the poet and novelist, Mark Connors. Hello, Mark. Hello. It's really nice to have you back, Mark. It's good to be back, yeah. It's been a while. Good to be back. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so, yeah, I mean, we, we've, we're we really excited about uh, our new Chapel FM publication, which is coming uh, out very shortly it, on, the, on the theme of Missing. It's an anthology of writers who are connected with Chapel FM. It's about 70 of them, some published for the first time, some very well published and, um, and all over the place and it's a real mixture of stuff and it's, it looks beautiful I've seen it it's, it's arrived it's in a box at my house I'm not bringing it here yet because <laughs> I want to build the suspense but it's published by Yaffle and Yaffle Press well is very much concerned with you Mark because you're one yeah. of the founders of it yes I mean so let's first of all let, let's just go back to the beginning of where we started which I first met you in about 2013 would be about that be right I think we met Molly Literature Festival, I think, is the first time I actually met you. I think we both did something there when Becky Cherryman was um, yeah. running it. I think that's the first contact I had with you. <laughs> first contact. <laughs> and, then, and then you came, I remember you coming to our old studios at Boggart Hill, yeah, and yeah. you had a whole load of tweet poems. Yeah, I started off writing, um, I got into writing Twiction. Um, I found something on the internet, and it's just something I started doing as a daily thing. Um, mm just to write a tweet-sized bit of fiction. And I did quite well. I got published in America and all of the place and various books. And it was probably my first introduction to being published regularly, really. Mm. And I won Ilkley Lit Fest um, with a bunch of these Twiction pieces that Kim Moore, Kim Moore awarded me the Ilkley Open Mic first prize. Excellent. So yeah, and you had a whole load of them. You, you, you brought a whole sheaf of them in. Well, I think I think I posted every day for two years. Yeah. I still do it now and then, but I don't... It's quite a scary place, it's Twitter these days. I tend to, tend to stay away from it, to well, be honest. Also, well, also, Twitter did, in the old days, uh, sort of, there was a, a compression was needed because you only had a certain amount of words available. Well, I think, yeah, so it was 140 characters then. Funny enough, when they increased the characters, I lost my mojo. It's like yeah. too many yeah. characters, which is quite bizarre. So, yeah. I mean, having written other short fiction, you know, I could have expanded, but I don't know. I just lost that sort of brevity thing yeah. once they went over 140 characters. Well, is, I, I remember them as being, well, where are they now? They're just, they're, well, they're all over the internet. I mean, you could go on Twitter still, and there's various places still in books. Um, yeah. There are quite a few books, actually. 
Well, I mean, you, we've had a lot to do with you and with Jill uh, Lambert and Jill Connors now uh, uh, over the years and with Yafu. And, I mean, it would be really good just to, to tell us the story, really, of, of what's happened to you, if you can manage to con condense all that with, you know, yeah. 10 years. Yeah, well, I, mean, I started with um, OWF Press, half my books, um, and then I decided to um, to start my own publisher. And Mike... Mike Farron, my co-founder, we sort of chatted at various things. He'd asked me advice on a couple of things on how to sort of get started. And I thought, oh, he'd be quite a good person maybe to to work with. Um, mm. And we, we got talking in a pub in 2018. And, yep, five years on, we're 36 books in. That's to, with uh, Yaffle. That's just with Yaffle, yeah. So we put 36 books out in, in five years. That's amazing. Bad. That's yeah. amazing. And Mike is a fantastic editor. Yeah, he's brilliant. A brilliant editor, and he's really easy to work with. I mean, he's the he's the star behind, um, very much behind the scenes. Really, he's, he's not he's not a massive fan of doing the launches and things like that. So we take care of that. But he's, I mean, when it comes to the actual putting the books out and the covers, he does it all now mm. um, for mm. Yaffle. So he's a star. Yeah. He is, and he's very, very thorough as an editor. And, and we're really pleased with what he and you have done in terms of our anthology, which looks beautiful, as it I does. say. And it's it's a real variety of writers, and we're very excited. We're going to be launching it as part of Writing On Air. Just before we go on with Mark, we'll just plug Writing On Air. It's in about a month's time now, five weeks. And it's looking slightly <laughs> pale at the result. 80 yeah, shows uh, for you, mate. That news. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, we've got 80 shows, that's right, which is 20 up on last year. So, I mean, it's lovely that it keeps on growing and more and more people get involved and people come back to make uh, programmes every year and it's a really nice thing. So it's a festival of writing, if you don't know, if you're coming new to, to Love the Words and to Writing on Air, it's a festival of writing on the radio. We think it's unique, we're not quite sure, but we like to say it is uh, in terms of the UK, certainly. And uh, it's very much a, 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 a you know, a grassroots festival and there are no stars, there are no headliners. All the programmes are made by local people, by writers and readers, writing and reading groups. Uh, and there's live events in our wonderful radio theatre. There's pre-records all the way through the day. We usually from... Thursday to well Friday till Sunday we've had so much take up this time we've decided to do two weekends but even those have spilled out into Thursdays so um, we get a bit of a break Elliot we get about three days off in the middle <laughs> well, we get to sleep how about that uh, so that's something but uh, yeah the book will be launched on the first night and that's the 24th of um, November that's a Friday night and we'll have some readings and we're going to have a, a little glass of something so I hope you'll be Next there time. oh yes definitely yeah. But tell us about the. Uh, obviously, it's very exciting to hear about Yaffle's Nest. I don't know anything about it. Tell us about that. Well, we 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 got branding all over the place. So me and Jill have been working since lockdown, really, on poetry groups and wordship, which was involved in the in the missing project, and we were just getting sick of having things everywhere and not under one roof. So we had Word Club and we've had mm. Sheep Town. But we wanted something that connected the workshops with publishing. So we came up with an idea of um, working with poets that we know a little bit. And so we started a collection course about one and a half years ago now, where we basically said to people, right, if you do this course, we know you're good enough. We'll work on, you. We'll work on a book with you and you're guaranteed publication. 
and we're just about to put some books out now, which which came as a result from that course. So it's really connect connecting a course of how to write a pamphlet or a collection mm. uh, with a guaranteed um, publication, rather than you know getting put on short lists and mm. all these things. So uh, yeah. we've we've been working with about probably about thirty five writers over the last three years. Uh, yeah. Not all of them are. Yeah. Um, are on the collection course, but some of them are, and those that are, will be putting out um, over the next um, over the next year. So, just to go back a bit, you mentioned Wordship, yeah. And now, tell us about that and what it is. Well, Wordship started with a dream. Actually, I was <laughs> I woke up Bolterpride. We were skint at the time. It was locked down. Uh, I still had a bit of savings, but I had no income because all the all the jobs I had pre-lockdown all came crashing to an end and they had no facility for Zoom or anything like that. So we, we, we got some workshops together first on Skype and then on Zoom. And then I was always looking for something new and I thought I just had this dream about wordship uh, hmm. where we'd, we I just saw a giant sort of like Led Zeppelin thing with wordship on it. That was a dream. And wow. and then I spoke to Leslie. Let's be ex-wife, Jill. Sorry, Jill. It's about, no, it's only live radio. <laughs> in the middle of the night, so I woke up. So I've got a great idea. I said, shut up and go back to sleep. Um, but yes, yeah, so I had this idea where we'd have a workshop where we'd pick a word, we'd discuss that word um, online between all the participants, and then we sort of look at the etymology of that word, um, a few poems where that word's used significantly in a poem, and then we'd send them all off uh, for half an hour and get them to come back with a draft mm. and it's been brilliant it's led to lots of people getting published directly from from that um, prompt mm. um, we've had lo- with people win competitions and it's mm. been brilliant so we've been running that for since i think november 220 so that's again so, i mean it's a i mean there wasn't a kind of it during lockdown the first lockdown particularly yeah. seemed to be an explosion on the uh, you know on online in yeah, terms yeah. of people like on facebook people uh, you know writing almost compulsively really yeah. and sort of connecting with each other but it's also you know you made something very positive from something that was pretty awful as, as many people yeah. did actually uh, but yeah it was a fantastic thing you did well i mean there were lots of the people that started coming at first were were just so isolated and they weren't you know they weren't in a good place a lot of them hmm. and i think wordship yeah it did help a lot of people hmm. and it kept people writing um and we still got that core, sort of, sort of core group that are working with us today. The people that were in the missing anthology, the wordships or contributions, they were with us in two twenty. Mm. Colin Day and Tony Richmond were were launching Yeffel's Nest at the Heart Centre on um, Friday the tenth of November, and they're the pe- first poets we're putting out. They've mm. been with us um, since June, I think June June two twenty that long, and have just kept coming. Well, I think you were, yeah, I mean, I think uh, from what I saw at the time and and what I've gathered since, you you and Jill were a bit of a lifeline in terms of people's connection with each other through poetry, which is a hell of a thing to do. Also, you've you've now got, I guess you've got a career from what you're doing in writing. Yeah, it's my full-time job. Uh, Well, I say full-time, I don't work full-time, too busy running. I'm too busy running, yeah. But, you know, it's, it's pretty much close. to It's all I do. I don't do anything else mm. to earn a living. Which was very different um, from when you first came, like, 10 years ago. Yeah, I was in property, yeah. I, was a, I worked mm. for a, multi, mm. a multi-millionaire landowner. 
And, <laughs> uh, and yeah, I got sacked because they found a lot of poetry. Nothing exciting, but they found all this poetry on my PC. And basically said, what have you been doing? You're supposed to be, well, I've been to work, but I write the odd poem. Yeah. And yeah, I actually got sacked. Best thing that ever happened to me because um, yeah. it made me do this and I had to think quite quickly on how to... Um, yeah. On how to you well, know, get something get something going really. That's a great story of being sacked for poetry on your computer. At least you yeah. can't be locked up for that anyway. <laughs> well, I think it's more the invoices. They saw me invoicing people, and, but right. you know it was kind of an old-fashioned mm. company where, yeah. Yeah. as long as you kept your head down and did your work. But um, yeah. yeah, Tell us a bit about Jill, who you work with your your co-conspirator. Yeah, well, we met um, we met through poetry. We met at words at Wordspace over in Horsforth. Um, she was at Trinity then, uh, I think, as an undergraduate, maybe a postgrad. I can't remember what she was doing then, but um, we, that's where we met. Um, and then she she did a couple of gigs at Word Club, and yeah, we gradually got became friends, and mm. the rest, well, the rest is history. Yeah, <laughs> not only have you formed <laughs> and this, and now she's my wife. <laughs> yes, that's, that's poetry again yeah. for you. Anything could happen, but yeah. So you've not only formed this this wonderful enterprise, which it is. I mean, in the sense of in the best possible sense of being enterprising you know you're going to got out there and involved lots of people and made a, a job out of it but you've also <laughs> met your wife as well made a wife, yeah. yeah i made a wife as well. well it's quite easy i think it's quite easy when you're with, with somebody when you're both well we've got we've got so much in common and i think it it was it's quite easy to work together i mean mm. we do work separately as well i run my own novel classes as well yeah. Yeah. um and jill runs her own workshop separately so we don't mm. work all together always no. together no. But yeah, we find it quite easy. I mean, she'll tell you differently sometimes. If I'm, I mean, yeah. she's very, very patient with me because yeah, we've I got her on next week. She's got a different story. Yeah, no, well, that's you, not get, true. you get her. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we did actually have an argument once live uh, when we were running Word Club during lockdown. Mm. We did we did uh, Word Club during lockdown as well. Again, so it brought people from all the country together. Tell us what Word Club is. Word Club is something that I started in 2015. That I inherited from Matthew Hilly Stoppard. He used to run Words on Tap, um, a local open mic night in Leeds in um, Woodhouse. In the Chemic. And, yeah, yeah, the Chemic, yes. Yeah. So I run that um, since 2015 and we carried it on in, we carried it on in, um, on, on Zoom. But one thing, one thing we realised quickly was that it wasn't just a local thing anymore. We had people in Australia, America, um, Italy, Greece, Spain. So we're getting people from all over the world and we've really, We've made a lot of connections, you know, far and wide uh, in America as well. So it really became a different thing. We had some really great guests on, um, but we got a bit tired of it in the end because it was um, it was getting a bit too much with everything else. Because you know, when you don't switch off, it becomes just another. Yeah. And it was on a Friday night after a full day's workshop. So, but we're bringing it back actually. Word Club's coming back. We're doing mm. a Christmas special at the Chemic. Um, it's come down. What date? It's on the, I think it's Friday the 15th, I think, if that's that Friday anyway. Well, I'll come down. I'm now. making my onion barges. I don't know if you remember them. You came down a couple of times. Yes, I do. I remember the onion barges. Um, yeah, so, yeah. yeah, we're launching two two, yaff, two Yaffle Nest books on that night, Sue Ryder, oh, yeah. you'll know, and yeah. Tim Brooks. Oh, great. They're both featured in the Missing Anthology yeah, coming yeah. out in a month. Rising time. Stars. It's great to get them into print, so we can't yeah. wait to put them out too. Lovely stuff. Well, let's have your first choice of music, which is, I believe, Barracuda. Barracuda by heart, yeah. Tell us about that. It's just become one of my favourite running songs. Um, 
I think I think we were, we were getting drunk in Mallorca, Jill and I, and it came on one night, and and I I sort of reconnected with it from from being about twelve years old, and I've played it non-stop since. Excellent. Well, let's hear it. So you're listening to Love the Words on East Leeds Community Radio, and I'm with Mark Connors, the poet and the novelist, and the yeah, the, the poetry and writing entrepreneur, I think we should say. Uh, but so we're hearing about the amazing things that he and Jill have been doing uh, with Yaffle and Yaffle's Nest, and with Mike Farron, of course, and and uh, and Wordship, Word Club, all these things which involve so many local poets in Leeds but also beyond in fact worldwide now um, so Mark tell us a bit about Yaffle's Nest and what plans you have for the future then well over the next year we'll be people that have been working with us a while will be putting their books out so we've got um, um, Tim and Sue first well Tony mm. Tony 
Tony and Colin first, mm. Tony Richmond and Colin Day first. Yeah. And we're, we're doing a, a launch at the Heart Centre with Martin Figueroa and Helen Ivory coming as special guests. Great, that's um, 15th. 15th, sorry, no, 10th of November. 10th of November. Yeah, and Martin and uh, Helen came last year when we, we launched Holly Bars. Um, so it's kind of become a bit of a tradition where mm. they come over once a year and stay with us and nice. uh, and um, help us launch another couple of writers. So Colin and Tony, the sort of flagship people, we we chose because they've been with us nearly the longest out of all the others. Yeah. Um, over the next year, we've got Bill Fitzsimons, another local writer. Yeah. We're putting his next collection out with the Ethel's Nest. Um, also, we're we're going to Galway, County Galway, in. April, we're putting out an Irish writer called Bobby Sparrow, mm. who writes these amazing poems every Wednesday with Zim Wordship. She just, whatever word it is, she just comes out with a, a blinding poem mm. that has us up, as, mm. as everybody else in just in awe. And that's the first draft, so when they're actually worked on, God knows how good they're going to be. Wow, um, brilliant. She's brilliant. And um, another writer called Catherine Slattery, mm. who lives in the same area, so we're going to launch them. In Ireland, and f- and further on, we've got lots of other writers um, in the pipeline too. Fantastic, including yourself, if you if you y- fancy it. Yeah, I'm up for it. <laughs> if I just get some more poems written <laughs> after writing on it. Um, but yes, I mean, in, in terms of if people want to get involved in, uh, I mean, are you still are you still do you still take people on in terms of Yaffle's Nest or with Wordship? Yeah, Wordship is open to all. So anybody who wants to join, we just just need to send us an email. Um, it's, um, I can't remember the email address. It's brand new, but you can email me yeah, at yeah. connorsmark05 at gmail.com. And what happens in Wordship? So we basically we come, come, come up with a word each week. Um, we talk about the word with everybody, um, all the participants. And then we sort of look at the etymology and we look at some poems and then they go away and write, basically. So the idea is to generate ideas in the workshop and then people go and create their own poems from it. And, and they bring those poems back? They, they get half an hour, 40 minutes, and they come back and we read what they've written out. Yeah, and 99.9% of the time, they come up with something. Mm. And, you know, the people have been coming for years. They come up with something every week, and it's usually pretty good. What they was can, the word last week? The word last week? Oh, I can't remember now. We've got so many bloody words. Yeah. I can't remember, honestly. I think it was stick stick yes yeah, so we have all, all kinds of different words yeah of course we did missing um for the for two sessions yes. uh, and the contributions you saw were brilliant um, yeah absolutely a really wide-ranging yeah sort of yeah. variety as well absolutely and to say that spot, I can't remember what no word, don't worry but... i should have prepared you for that one it's like i can't remember what you know what happened yesterday so <laughs> but um no i mean that's the great thing about the anthology that is coming out i'll plug it again in about a month's time uh the missing anthology first chapel fm a publication and with yaffle is that you know it's it's drawn in lots of different writing groups like wordship like word play like um, Standfast, the group that Dalton Harrison is part of, that all sorts of different groups have taken part, the Chapel FM writing group, Leeds East Academy, you know, all sorts of uh, groups who we have been associated with over the years of contributors. It's been brilliant. Um, so in terms of your own writing, Mark, because, I mean, how do you get time to do any? Are you doing any? Yeah, I'm, I'm always writing, yeah. Um, I, I write poetry fairly consistently to be honest I can always knock out a poem it's been harder to um, work on 
longer projects. I've, I've got about four novels kind of hanging around. Um, my latest one's going quite well. I'm not getting much done at the moment, but in November I do this thing every year, the National Novel Writing Month. I've done it every year. What's much. that? It's, it's, it's a worldwide thing where everybody writes 50,000 words in a month, in the month of November. And not everybody writes fifty thousand, but that's 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 the that's the target. Mm. And I've done it pretty much every year since um, two thousand thirteen, I think. Does that is that fruitful? Well, yeah. I mean, it makes you write every day in November, and you usually end up with fifty thousand words if you stick mm. to. It's one thousand six hundred and sixty-seven words a day, um, wow. and I've got first. I've got lots of first drafts from it. Not all of them are brilliant, I have to say, but um, for, it's an intense month of writing. And one of the novels I've been working on over the last few years, I got a big chunk of that done mm. um, in 2019. And mm. this new one I'm working on at the moment, um, that's taking shape as well. So I'm looking forward to spend a decent amount of time on that. Mm. Uh, once I've finished editing a few books and I'm working with another novelist at the moment who's mm. who I'm working with to edit his book... So I'm hope hopefully in November I'll get a good a good chunk of time to concentrate on my own novel and try and finish one. <laughs> and do you? I mean, you do a lot of mentoring of of people of novelists. Yeah. Um, I know, and I'm just wondering, does that feed your own novel writing, or does it get in the way in some way? I think it takes up the same headspace. To be frank, I mean, I love doing it. I mean, I've put five or six. I've helped five or six people into print who've been with me for three years and they've done the first draft with me, they've done the second draft with me mm. and they've been published. One of my one of my novelists that started way back in 2019 at Keithley Library, she's just, um, last year she got a, th- a two-book deal with Simon & Schuster okay. with a sizable advance and she's on book three of her contract now and she's all over the place. So it's brilliant um, yeah. to get people like that into, you know, we help her. You know, it's not just me, it's... Everybody gets emotionally invested in the group. So we have a novel group every mm. Saturday morning, every Wednesday evening. And I've just started a new one up on Monday evening, all on Zoom. And they're all different people in each group. Yeah, totally different. Yeah, yeah. I've got people wow. all over the country again. Um, mm. I've got people in Cornwall and uh, wow. Norwich. Um, and, and what do they do just when they come along to the group? They share. Everybody shares a thousand words of mm. of um, what they've been writing that week. So they come with a thousand words, share it, and the rest of the group feedback. Mm. I mean, I started it because that's that's how I got my first novels written. I was in a group with Rachel Kerr and Joanna Sedgwick, mm. and mm. you know, and we used to meet every week and share a chapter that week. And I thought, well, I'll take that on when I started writing for a mm. job, mm. Uh, teaching writing. I thought I'd take that on, you know, take it further because. The only time I've managed to write a novel is when I had that myself. Mm. And I can't obviously put myself on my own course. So I really need my own course. Mm. Uh, uh, sorry, yeah. another course where I can join. <laughs> but it does take yeah. up similar headspace, yeah. Do these do, do groups like that exist? I mean, are, are there lots out there? Um, I think there's a lot of writing groups that work in libraries. Um, but yeah, you do, you do hear a lot of... You do hear a lot of other groups about. It's not always well advertised because of private. It's like Leeds Writers Circle. They've yeah. got um, they've got novelists in Leeds like mm. Writers Circle. As Sue Ryder, you know, she's a long time member. She does short stories, short fiction, and poetry. 
um, mm. Ian Hack used to be involved, Peter White, people like that. So they've always had novelists knocking about. As How well. is Peter? He's all right. Yeah, I mean, he just pops up occasionally. I haven't seen him for a long time, but he pops up occasionally on Facebook. Yeah. To say something or other. Oh, say hello to him. I mean, yeah. again, he's somebody who we've been involved with at uh, Chapel FM and released Leeds uh, FM for years and years. Yeah. And some people, we were saying this before, some people... Uh, you know, pop up again and again. Some people disappear and then come back. It's yeah. it's a nice thing. I'm sure you, you you find the same thing with what you're doing. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. I think I think in lockdown in particular. I think while that was quite a fruitful time for many, it was also a lot of people went the other way and stopped writing completely. Yeah, actually, yeah. And um, I noticed it with quite a few writers that they just dried up and they mm. weren't inspired. But you know, they were just too busy with other things and obviously. Just, um, yeah, surviving. Ways. It was it was quite tough for quite a lot of people. That's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. And I think I found the same thing that that, that some people were very fertile, yeah. and other people really it did the opposite. That that uh, you know that, that it stopped them in some way. Uh, uh, maybe because they thought, well, I'm not going to be able to share it, or maybe they just felt desperate. We don't know. Yeah, it's, I mean, I was I was on the other. I was in a really good place because I was out in the sticks. I could run every day and. Mm. Um, there was no issue with getting out and stuff. And mm. it was like, it was a bubble, really, my little village mm. uh, where I lived at Laycock above Keithley. And um, we had quite a good time of it, I have to say. But I always felt I always felt an element of guilt about that because, you mm. know, you're just hearing all these terrible stories, what people are going through. And mm. it was a very weird time. So much so that I started a novel. <laughs> and I've got, I've got one of my projects is a lockdown novel, but I've, I sort of go back to it because I can't deal with it myself consistently because it's quite hard to write and mm. um, I was cutting an ensemble piece I've got with people based in the village where I, very much based in the village where I lived yeah um, with, with all yeah. with all sort of good stuff and the bad stuff yeah uh, rolled into one really but yeah mm. it's an interesting project I'm looking forward to return to it but not quite in a place at the moment to do that I've got another idea I've been working on I mean, it's, it just drives it drives to the heart of the matter in terms of writing being quite a solitary activity and how important it is that the work you do to, and I think that's probably also the work we do in yeah, terms definitely. of giving people a place to come and do stuff that can be quite isolating, really. Well, I, well, I think I think this place, I always call it Chapel FM, but it's East, you've changed your name a few times, I always call it Chapel FM to everybody else, tell me mm. if I'm wrong and yeah. I do that. But um, no, you're right. it was always a place where you you were made to feel quite important in that what you were doing made a difference. Mm. And not only that, you know, you you, you it's, it makes you feel like a proper writer when mm. when you we got a mic in front of you and you talk about your poems mm. or you're reading your poems on air. Yeah. Um my first my first experience of radio was here and obviously I did a show for you as well with Word Club Me and Jill did a show for you. Yeah. And we've loved every writing on air. It's been we were, I think we curated one one day for a couple of years ago, which was yeah. brilliant. And we've always loved it, and we love the fact that it's that not only is it on the radio, you've you, you film it as well. So mm. we've shared that previously on the people who could make it. So it's yeah. always been brilliant, and there's always been a nice crowd here, and yeah, it's very much everybody's sort of in it together, aren't they? And um, mm. I've met some lovely friends. In fact, I met somebody on my workshop two weeks ago, and I said I know this person and. Hmm. it's bugging me I said I know we've met before she said I've never met you before in my life Mark I don't know what you're talking about I think she found me quite strange I kept being so insistent <laughs> about it well I, just just have a think about it we've met before and it was here 
it was it was right around now where we met. Yeah. Yeah. She well, was that's involved in another group, and that's where she, that's where we met. Well, this is all nice to hear, is it not, Elliot? Yeah. Um, you didn't pay me either. <laughs> But I think that's one of the things we do like about writing on air, the fact that it brings people together and it's like a big... Even in the old place where we're in Boggett Hill, you know, people uh, gathered in that green room there, yeah, which yeah. was basically a big, long, well. white, formica table, you know, horrible, really. A bit sticky. It was a bit, a bit sticky. It was sticky and lots of horrible white light. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's... And this is the same here. We've got the nicer tables now. But people do get together and chat and we're going to have soup on every night and people... and. You know, coffee and cake, and it it's, nice. it's, it's good. I think you put thing. me on yeah. first with it. I think she was called Ella, Ellie, a really young writer, yeah, uh, who was yeah. writing a play, and that was the first time I remember coming on. Yeah, was it Ellie yeah. Stevenson? Is that is Could that the same been. person? I, I, I'm I, saw, I saw her name recently, yeah, yeah. and in something yeah. but I remember being on with her yeah well we'll look back on it but yes I mean that's uh, we are writing on air it does start in in a month we've got about 80 programs and if you want to listen back to the other thing that we've got um, every every single program on writing on air that's ever been is archived on the website so if you think of this is the seventh by the end of the seventh writing on air we'll probably have up 500 there uh that anybody can listen to any time, as well as 232 after today, Love yeah. the Words programs, and all the deli as well. So we've got well, a... If you want an anthology, like a best of, right now, Ooh. we could do that. Yeah. If you fancy it. Yeah. I, I can well, make this, I'm sure Mike won't mind, and Jill, they've, they've been involved as well, so if you yeah. want to do that at some point, let us know. Well, the other thing that we're just, while we're on, uh, is that we are working very actively with our sister cities uh, of Lille in France, um... Uh, with Bruno in the Czech Republic and with Kharkiv in Ukraine, wow. who are not formally a sister city yet. But we are working with writers in those countries, as well as, well as Dortmund, as you know, we've done a yeah, lot of Dortmund's work with writers in Dortmund. Yeah, so uh, it would be lovely one day to produce an anthology of writing from different countries. Yeah. So that, that's yeah, something. For, you know, we're happy to be the official partner. Right, you heard it here. You heard it here. I mean, you know, we're just, we're just... Make sure it's in the schedule, and yeah, yeah. Uh, it's great to be involved in the community. It's like we've been, we've been involved with you for so long, yeah, that's true. so it's nice to yeah. actually formalize, you know, f- yeah. formalize that in with anthologies. Yeah, lovely. Well, Mark, it's been really, really lovely to talk to you. And anything else that you want to plug that's coming up soon? Or I, I think I'm it? all plugged out to be honest. <laughs> um, I'll yeah. be, I'm not shy at plugging, but um, no, no, yeah, just come, just look out. We're not we're not in one place for Word Club anymore because. Joe's taking over chemistry at the Chemic. Mm. So we kind of sort of, it's kind of a movable feast, I guess. Yeah. We're going to be in Ireland with Word Club. We're going to be in various locations in the country next year. Mm. We're going to take Wordship out on the road. There's going to be a Wordship anthology out next year okay. through Yeffel's Nest. So that's going to be um, a lot of writers. Um, in fact, you can you can be involved if you like. But a lot of writers like Helen Mort, um, Julia Webb, um, Helen Ivory. Um, are going to be involved as well. Anthony Dunn. They, they, we've used their poems sometimes as props. Yeah, so they'll be in the anthology with all the people that are involved in it in worship too. And of course, we've got our local writers' library outside. So yeah, again, it's, more, it's the getting... more, yeah, the more stock we have from Yaffle, the better. Yeah, you can have, yeah. you can have all, you yeah. know, every book as far as we're concerned. Well, yeah. Some extra yeah. shelves, I think, at this rate. Right. They'll be bowing. <laughs> <laughs> bowing shelves. Well, you've got a, a piece of music to finish off with, which is by Ben Folds. Tell us why. Uh, it was just one of those really hopeful songs that came out in the summer. It just matched my mood perfect. I'm very much into this living the present thing, going out on my run every day and just looking after myself mentally. And it just mirrors my thoughts on mm. 
life at the moment, I guess. And actually, the whole album, I think, refers back to what we've been talking about in terms of the pandemic. And this yeah. song is called What Matters Most. And yeah. I think, in a way, that's the well, that's that's what we all have to decide, isn't it? It is, and yeah. And to celebrate. Yeah. Definitely. Thanks, Mark. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye. Keep going for the phone 